One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Man alive. This is the first time I've seen a photograph of him up close. Michael Gandolfini has transformed into Tony Soprano as he films scenes for the uh, prequel where he plays the role made famous by his legendary dad, who's no longer with us. I'm going to show you the picture, Nobby. I know this is radio, but Nobby's reaction will tell you how close he looks to his dad. Oh. Isn't oh. that? Oh. 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 It's going to be good over there. He's grown his hair for the role, but he's got the same... Obviously, he it's does. the same he's face. Son, but he's the same nose, the same face, same head. He's... It's unbelievable. Oh. The 18-year-old looked exactly like his dad, James... Um, at the set of the New York City TV set and uh, Michael whose father won numerous awards playing uh, Tony Soprano died at age 51 and he was cast in the formative years in it was January. huge pressure on to, to perform in that role like on a personal level but obviously he, he's gonna he's aware of the huge importance of his dad as that character and I don't think he did that much acting beforehand but like they obviously got him up to speed but like he looks like him he's going to probably sound like him there'll be family similarities so it's going to really work as a prequel so mm. looking forward to that now that looks good it sure does uh, there's a massive feud happening between Dura Lipa and Rita Ora why? well apparently they used to be bezies right? but they went to the Met Gala and avoided each other Oh. they both came over from Kosovo they both went to the same school and they both came to the UK from Kosovo and they knew each other and Rita always said how much of a fan or sort of Dewar always said how much of a fan of Rita's she was mm. but now they com- they're always compared apparently that's led to a beef right or maybe the dresses were so big at the bottom they couldn't be in the same room at the same time <laughs> yeah do they, when you get into that Met Gala do you take off all the, the the chandelier and everything. She couldn't sit down that. No. She just stand around. How are you? How are you, Katy Perry? How are you? How are you? All right. I love your dress. Yeah, pennies. You going for a smoke? Come on. <laughs> Imagine the smoking area. There'd be a fire hazard. Yeah, it would, actually, yeah. And, yeah. Katy uh, Perry be sparking everyone's smokes up. Harry Styles left the Met Gala with his on-off uh, girlfriend, who's very famous. Their combined Instagram following would be through the roof. Wow. Is that what it's all about these days, Jim? Is it their combined? <laughs> Apparently so. Come on, I'm starving. Do you want to go and get some chicken wings? Yeah, come on, this is rubbish anyway. Right, Who do you go. leave with, Nobby? I can't remember her name. Kendall Jenner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Now there's this, that's a power couple right there if that happens. Yeah. Okay. Imagine the hate mail she's getting right now from One Direction fans. Yeah. We're a fantastic team. But we knew that get used to the fans. If you're not a Liverpool supporter. Dublin's F4, it's the Strawberry Alarm Clock, 10 past 7 now on a Wednesday morning, the 8th of May, very wet day out there, and it's going to be like that all day today. ABC, it's easy, just like scoring against uh, Barcelona. 
Well, that isn't easy. That's what makes it more of an achievement. It's just unbelievable. <laughs> so when the first one went in, I thought, oh, here we go. Sent a pair of eyes to Terry. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he sent back, welcome to hell, uh, with rude words. <laughs> Talking about Barcelona. <laughs> and then nothing really happened. He went to the halftime. I thought, man, if they score another one now. And then they did, and then another one. And then the fourth, which is just unbelievable uh, Unreal scenes, and we're looking for you to send in your audio. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero four. We're going to have to bleep some of this because some people are very passionate, including the manager. Uh, thankfully, I had the foresight to go to the pub. Well, so what, was, what was the reaction like in the pub? It was pretty mad. Yeah, it was. Uh, were people screaming. It was very loud. It was there was a lot of jumping around. Were you, was Podgy there? Podgy was there. What did Podgy say when the fourth one went in? Well, Podgy was drinking sparkling water. Right. So he was a bit more reserved than usual. Right. Um. But it was kind of like the time when uh, Robbie Brady scored against the Italians yeah. a couple of years ago. It was that kind of reaction. And was he totes Yeah, Yeah, he's, he's, he managed to keep a lid on it. He was doing a bit of shouting, all right. That's what Podgy does. <laughs> he really does. Anyway, unbelievable. Well done, Liverpool. Now, next stage is to try and get Spurs into the final as well. Wouldn't that be amazing? That would be amazing, yeah. Especially for Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Drunk fireman arrested at wheel. A fireman has been arrested on suspicion of drink driving in a fire truck while on duty. He was returning home from an emergency incident when he failed a breathalyzer test. Um, story in a few papers today. That's not good. Lap dunce. A drunk teenager blew £3,600 on strippers at a stag do, but only realised it when he later checked his bank balance. Well, clearly a very wealthy individual. Yeah. What like, teenager has 3,600 euro unless it's a credit card? Exactly. That was my card. I think there's not a lot of people's cards that get declined. 6,300 euro in their current account. Oh, 3,600 3, euro. Well, still. Yeah. He'd be maxing out anyway, wouldn't he? Wasted Will Turton, who was 18, spent nine hours at a lap dancing club. Nine hours! Nine hours! He must have been in bits. He started off playing... Nine hours of that! He started off paying £120 for a 30-minute dance, then he forked out 480 for a pop of four girls at a time. <laughs> when he, when he bat- his battered bank card eventually got declined, he headed back to his pals at a Liverpool hotel. This has nothing to do with last night now, by the way. They filmed the moment the trainee electrician sat in stunned silence as he checked his account online. <laughs> a long list of pending transactions showed Will from England, has spent a total of £3,222.60 on his card and more than £400 in cash at the club. Nine hours. Things wouldn't be cheap there, would they? He said, I had no idea how much money I'd actually spent. I hadn't been keeping a tally. (laughs) You should have been looking at your tally more than anything else. Yeah. Say his tally was in bits after nine hours. €3,200. Wow. But he must have been... Not of sound mind, like he was just bipping away. No. (laughs) Make kids eat their veggies. Children eat twice as many veg when they're told it'll make them stronger and run faster. Ah, the amount of times a car door can't be opened, and I say, get your broccoli, broccoli, you'd be able to do that. The thing I do, right, and a few parents have thanked me for this tip, and it's really worked out for us, is when we're giving them their dinner, we put the veg in front of them first, right? And if they're starving, they'll eat it. Yeah, because they're hungry. So they put the broccoli down in front of them. Now they're just used to it. So now they have their veg first. Mm-hmm. Like a little French kid, they have a little course of veg. So they have their carrots first. And then we give them their meat and their potatoes, whatever it is. Just get it into their food when they're very, very small. And 
chances are they'll eat it when they're able to eat themselves. Um, also, the thing today that says pregnant ladies should have a handful of nuts regularly and your child will be more intelligent. Everyone should have a handful of nuts, really. They really should, yeah. Every now, day. Not, like, not, peanut, not peanuts now. Walnuts are pretty good. They have to be raw nuts that don't, you know, haven't got chocolate or salt on them. Yeah, raw walnuts are pretty good if you throw them into your cereal or whatever. Researchers say that uh, if all pregnant women incorporated more walnuts, almonds and hazelnuts into their diets, the number of youngsters with the slowest cognitive development could be cut by half. What's your favourite nut? I do like a walnut, all right. I like a cashew. Uh, and I'm okay with a hazel. Yeah. I don't, I don't mind almonds. I hate those big bloody uh, Brazil nuts. hate them. I yeah, always pick them out of the bag. Crunch them up. Pine nuts pretty good. Uh, the number uh, of those considered gifted, roughly equivalent to having an IQ of 130 or more, could increase by 50%. Right. That's the first study, so it's already enough doors, but... You know? Well, Bob Morton, the comedian, he was on that travel man the other day and he was still going on about those three things. He had a heart problem, right? And he says, pears, prunes and walnuts. He, he, just, he tells everybody he meets this. They're the three foods that you should eat if you want to try and help your PPW. heart. PPW. Huh? PPW. PPW. Helps your PP. Pears, prunes and walnuts. Apparently, when pears travel through your system, they take more of the bad cholesterol that goes around your heart that takes that out of your body. Nobody knows why. But anyway, uh, he swears by it now. And uh, I'd like to know what David Attenborough eats regularly because he's 93 today. Happy birthday, David Attenborough. Yeah, he's unbelievable, isn't whatever, he? Whatever group he's on, it works. And, uh, well, I won't finish on that because that's a bit heavy. Heavy bananas. Irish scientists have made a medical breakthrough that could impact the way we treat diseases such as diabetes, cancer and Alzheimer's. Experts from Trinity College Dublin, come on Ireland, discovered a new target for regulating inflammation which drives a range of dangerous diseases. The target is an ancient immune protein called SARM, which will be conserved in humans throughout evolution. And Dr. Michael Carty from Trinity School of Biochemistry uh, revealed, we've been working on to try and unlock the secrets of what this ancient protein does for some time. So the breakthrough there, that's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And uh, in case you weren't sure, well, it's official this morning, uh, compared to 2001 to 2012 and digital stuff, digital distractions are being blamed, people are having less action. Oh. And they're more likely to say they're not interested in having action. Oh, no. Because they'd rather be scrolling through a timeline. They'd rather be on the ground than with their man. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible, everyone. Put your, put your phone down and have some messing. The trend is only seen in those aged 25 to 44. Well, put your phone down, you clowns. Which is the sweet spot for this radio station. So what are you doing, lads? <laughs> They're listening to us, that's what it is. Yeah, fair play to you, keep going. It's F104, 718. Dublin's F104, it's strawberry alarm clock, Mr. Ezra. Good morning, how are you? I like to call him Georgie. Georgie Borgie. Here, come here, somebody's won 500,000 uh, euro, pounds, euro, yeah. How? In Ireland. But they don't know it. They won it on the Daily Million. The lucky online punter had a huge win yesterday afternoon. How long do they have left? Oh, it was only yesterday, okay. Yeah, players have been urged to check their tickets and see if they have any winning numbers. 2, 17, 20, 30, 34, 39, and bonus 32. This is the daily millions, so... A lot of spokesmen said, is there a better way to banish the bank holiday blues than winning half a mil? So check your numbers, check your emails. They usually send you an email. 
Please contact Lotto HQ. Yeah, but that's, that can be when it's only worth two euro as well. No, no, if it's two or two euro, they just tell you you want two euro. Really? The first you get, an, you get an email saying you've got some exciting news, log in. So you log in thinking, this is it, this is it, here we go, here we go, here we go, four euro. Oh, thanks, yeah, that's grand. But uh, if you log in and it says, please contact Lotto HQ, you've won significant prize. That's the email everybody wants. Sam Rutherford is 47. He's from the UK. Oh no. He crash lands his plane in the Canadian wilderness. His co-pilot is fatally injured, tragically. But Sam is hanging on. He takes out his phone. His wife is in the UK. Many, many, many kilometres, thousands of kilometres away. He texts her and says, I need help. There's a blizzard going on. Can't see a thing. What's going to happen? This is Sam. Don't tell me she left her phone upstairs. A nine-man team climbed from Makovic on the north coast of Labrador to search for the men after the single-engine Piper Malibu struck the mountain. Well, did they find him? Alan, his co-pilot, was 73. He survived the initial impact but passed away during the rescue attempt. Oh, no. GPS coordinates were involved... The blizzard prevented a helicopter how reaching she, how, the scene. How did they get the GPS coordinates from his phone, was it? Yeah. Right. Well, he probably had a Jeep. No, he would have had a, a yoke on the plane. The yoke on the plane. Just, you know, there's a technical word for that yoke on the plane. Actually, there is a yoke on the plane. That's the yoke you pull on, actually. Oh, That's yeah. called a yoke. Right. It's your, your own business. <laughs> it's your own business, Nobby. No, you pull it back and it goes up. Yeah. All right. And you push it forward and it goes down. That's how a yoke works. Okay. My wife kept me constantly informed. So she was telling him from the other side of the world that help was on the way. He wasn't talking to anybody else. How much battery did he have on his phone? He must have one of those new Huawei's. In the meantime, it had become terribly cold. They were found still not conscious. I didn't eat the other fella, did he? He'd found a few more... What? He didn't eat the other fella. Jesus, no, Jim. He's stuck up a mountain. He was 73, like. He'd be well done anyway. He found some blankets They crawled underneath And help arrived He heard the voice of the rescue team Both men were tied to a rescue sled And hauled for three hours Across the snow Your mum was still So the other fellow was still alive when he they was got still alive was Oh no When they got to lower ground And they arrived um, To the town There too many blankets on him They realised I don't think there too many blankets on him Jim He just passed away My oh, God love him so the other fella survived? Yeah, Sam survived. Imagine the bill he's going to get now. He's 47. Bill for what? Roman the, charges? The Roman charges from up those mountains were huge. <laughs> They're on their way to Greenland to make the cross into England. And the weather was suddenly exceptionally bad. Oh, no. Not the kind of small plane you want to be in with bad weather. No, not at all. But uh, a story there where, you know, I know phones wreck people's heads most, most of the time these days, but there's an example where... They save your life. They can still come in handy. You won't get any hoo-ha, but you can save your life. Exactly. Uh, I'd say he probably did when he met the missus again, you know. I should be giving him a big hug at the airport, all right? It's uh, 7.25. We have Avengers goodie bags for you to win this morning. We'll tell you you can win them very, very soon. Worth 150 quid each. Westlife have announced two incredible support acts for their gigs in uh, Croke Park this summer. Wild Youth and James Arthur will join them when they play on Friday, the 5th of July and Saturday, the day after. Both nights. Nicky's just back from his holidays in Ibiza. Whoa. Ah. Uh, 
Well, he needs the break now because he's got to do an awful lot of dancing. He does. And a bit of singing, Jim. Really? <laughs> it never gets old. Yeah. Of course, singing. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the story I was telling you earlier on. Wow. Harry Styles and Kendall Jenner's on-off relationship could be rekindled. Rekindled. Rekindled, good man. They were leaving the Met Gala together after party. They were at the after party within minutes of each other. They might have just been sharing a taxi to keep the cost down. So they didn't leave together, so how do they know? This is around 6am anyway on Tuesday. Uh, the singer who wore his clown-inspired get-up dated model Kendall on and off, I didn't know this, between 2013 and 2015. It was oh. before she was kind of famous, wasn't it? Uh, well, the whole family, I suppose, are famous, aren't they? Yeah, but you never heard about Kendall back then, did you? Oh, yeah, she was... Because the TV show and everything, yeah. Kendall and Harry were the last to leave. Oh, there's always one. Everyone has a friend like that. Just won't leave. They emerged minutes apart, clearly not wanting to be photographed together. Guests at the bash included Cara Deverline, uh, Alicia Keys. Kylie was there. Kylie... Kylie, have you still not seen that Graham Norton, by the way? Kylie Jenner. No. Oh. Different Kylie. Which Graham Norton? The one with Kylie on the couch. No. What so happened? Nothing. She just looks savage. Uh, Jared Leto, did you see his outfit that's, last that's night? That's very good. That's very good. Like, if he didn't see it, Game of Thrones would be up perfect for him. He had his own head <laughs> in his hands. Another, another one And it of his really heads. looked like, very lifelike his head. It looked it exactly like, like him. It had been cleanly cut off by a sword... He must have used it from a set of a movie or something. And I didn't know Katy Perry was also a burger. It looks like a very nice burger. she was a lampshade. She was uh, yeah, a... Yeah, she was a chandelier with candles, and I think she changed into changed. a burger. Of course she did. Now, it could have been last year's Metcal, I don't know, but it's a, it looks like a tasty burger. The TV ad starring uh, Ryan Giggs' brother has been banned. Why? You know the Paddy Power ad? Yeah. Where they talk about loyalty? Uh, the Paddy Power commercial in which uh, Rodri Giggs poked fun at his love rat brother was de- decreed to be glamorising gambling. Uh, right. So the scenes of him having, sh- having champagne and driving a sports car provoked complaints from five viewers. But is that not the same argument as the guy on the lotto ad who goes, Yeah. Do you want to go to Scenic Route or the Scenic Route? <laughs> What's the difference? Yeah, you'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. Or the guy repairing the washing machine and he says I'm, he's down in tools because he's, he's out of here. Same thing. Or the grandma who's cutting the grass. You're going to need a bigger lawnmower than that. Avatar 2 has been delayed again. Yay! It's been nearly a decade since James Cameron came out with the Smurfs and now he's going to do the Smurfs 2. Avatar 2 is about, it's about some Smurfs getting tattoos. Avatar 2. Mark Owens in it. Danny Dyer's returned to EastEnders as Mick. And maybe the Carter family could be returning as well with them. Okay, more misery. Good, good, good. Disney has confirmed three new Star Wars movies starting in 2020. Two. They're doing too many of these. Well, they make a lot of money. Yeah. They are doing too many. Just put the originals back in. You yeah, just can't have I that hope they'll leave Pinocchio alone. <laughs> they'll be poking with Pinocchio. Don't be messing with Pinocchio. It's only, only a matter of time before they'll have a live-action version of Pinocchio. I've Pro- got no strings to die. Who, who, who could play Pinocchio in a movie? Some lad with a big nose. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That lad with the big nose. I don't think... No, it'd have to be a kid, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. He's made of wood as well, so... He's a boy. It'd be a live-action kid. It wouldn't work. That's why they should leave it CGI. Uh, who's the actor 
character is going to be doing a line with Denise in EastEnders. Oh, yes. So, imagine the scenes. You're, you're working in EastEnders, you get called into the writer's office and said, look, we're going to go on a different storyline with you. Uh-oh. You're going to be the love interest of Denise. It's like, yeah, sign me up, please. Jack Brenning. Right. Is there any girl in EastEnders that he hasn't been with? Look at him, though. Apart from Dot. Every other girl, though, I know, All yeah. All right, have a go, young man. I'm sure the two of them would be devastated. It's like, oh, really? Do I have to kiss him on a regular basis? Oh, well. He wasn't with Big Mo either. That's two people. Uh, Big Mo has been in it for ages, has she? I think she's there. I'd say Little Mo, though. He'd chase her around the square, wouldn't he? <laughs> yeah. All right. So between him and the brother... He hasn't been with Sharon either, has he? Yes, he has. You talk, what are you talking about? I, my son is in the kitchen eating a biscuit. That's who she's shouting at. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Yeah, she slaps him and then she brings him home. Wow. This is before she started tangoing herself. Yeah, she has been... She's been completely tangled. She looks like she's been dipped in tea bags. Whatever shade of fake tan she's buying, she needs to have a look at it. Teabag browns. <laughs> Dublin's F104. It is the strawberry alarm clock. I'm not sure if I'm talking to Jürgen. Or just a fan. Jerry's me. Terry, well, Nobby's a big Liverpool fan, but Terry's a, like... <laughs> a real one. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, uh, how did you feel after last well, night? Well, it's hard to describe. The night before, see, I, I'm friends with a lot of Manchester United fans, yeah. so the night before, it was company ruined our season. Yeah, and we yeah. have nothing now. We've nothing left. Yet so your again, mates were just annihilating yeah. So to go from an all-time low yeah. like that to last night is just my brain is still scrambled and as we're just saying these moments in Liverpool don't happen often enough so you have to mark I think them. they're going to happen a lot more how many times have you been there, yeah. Yeah. Um, I've been six times right. but nothing like that mm. yeah unbelievable and stuff my sitting is, room was Anfield last night after the first one last week I don't know if it would have been easier to get a ticket last night or would you have no, 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 it would have been no, would have been booked. Barcelona no were fifty to one on to win last night. Fifty to one on. You would have just mm-hmm. thought going in, oh, this isn't going to be fun. Exactly, that's what everyone. I knew thought. we'd score, but I was sure they were going to score, and that would have been the tie over. I liked course. Terry's text back to me when they scored the first one. Welcome to hell, Barcelona. <laughs> I don't know if Barcelona <laughs> have deleted their tweets. Their official account said, you know, uh, their Liverpool are going to have to score five if we score one. We'll definitely score one, won't we, everyone? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I think that's screenshot yeah. but it's yeah. the official account so for Liverpool fans so a lot of people have sent in some audio and uh, listeners have and this is how they felt last night there's some funny ones there's some passionate ones and there's a bits of audio from all the different punters from last night it was just magic sorry Man United fans savour it Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Never ever forget quite how they did it. This Remontada has one name, Jürgen. This is about heart and soul. Oh, it's there! It's Ronaldo! The best word I can say that uh, will describe this was boom. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> what was this? It was really good. Shakiri, Ronaldo! What is there to say? Totally blown away by this team. They call us bottlers. All the haters, the Man U's, the Man C's, they call us bottlers. Bottle that up, up the Reds. Fair play, fair play, unbelievable game, Derek. Barcelona. Goal, it goes away, it goes. When supposed to be at their most alert, they fell asleep. I was truly devastated. Well, those United fans. Come on, Liverpool. The dream lives on. You had a running battle with Luis Suarez, and he took you out. Who's going to the final? You're going to the final. That's that's all it matters. To have the belief without your two top players. Uh, to go into a game knowing you need to score at least three goals uh, without conceding against the Barcelona team with Messi is simply remarkable. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled for them. I'm thrilled for the manager and also the fans. Unbleeding real, lads. What a comeback. F***ing hell. Get in there. Ten past ten. Most of the children are probably in bed, but the, these, these boys are mentality giants it's unbelievable it's unbelievable sorry if I have to find find me if you want I'm not native so I don't have better words for it it's unbelievable
FM 104's Strawberry Alarm Clock with Jim Jim and Nobby. FM 104's Instagram with Cover in a Click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Coverinaclick.ie. 10 questions, 60 seconds, 1,000 euro. FM 104's Instagram. Kerry is from Coolock. He just happens to be a Liverpool supporter. Well, what do you think, Kerry? You there, Kerry? I am. What did you think of last night? Sorry? What did you think of last night? Yeah, it was a good match. Had my nerves gone. Would do. Right, so ten questions. I was asked yesterday, uh, if, if somebody doesn't win Instagram, do I get to bring the thousand euro home every day? And if, and if I do, can we go to Smith's? So that's, not right the way it, that's not the way it works, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we got 10 questions. No mess, no help, and no Googling. No. Nope. How do you normally do when you play, Kerry, when you play at home? Uh, I, sometimes I do all right. Sometimes I, I don't. Okay. Well, today's your moment. Let's find out. Let's play. Liverpool look beyond your side. Play of God. The game begins in three, two, one. What's the name of Doctor Who's phone box? Uh, telly. What does GA stand for? Uh, God Arrows. What actor played Mr. Bean and Johnny English? Uh, I'm going blank here. We'll move on. Yeah. Name the three primary colours. Name the what, Sammy? Three primary colours. Uh, black. Three of them. What's a quarter of 2,000? 100. What's the name of the snowman in Frozen? Why? Come Alive and This Is Me are songs from what soundtrack? Uh, Grease. True or false? Bob, <laughs> Bob Marley's dad was white. Bobby, hold on. Hold on, Bobby. Bob Marley's dad was white. True or false? True. Which Dublin University is in Dublin 9? Uh, Trinity College. And Payphone and This Love are songs by which band? By them. Okay, well you gave us, you gave us answers to everything. Okay. Well, will we start with the right one? True or yeah. false, Bob Marley's dad was white. That is true. <clears throat> That's true. Norville Sinclair Marley, he was a British naval officer, and he was white. That's the only one you got right. <coughs> Kerry, Doctor Who's uh, phone box is called the TARDIS. Well, I'm far off, am I? GAA stands for Gaelic Athletic Association. Rowan Atkinson was the Mr. Bean and Johnny English actor. I must have been playing a completely different game here. I thought I'd got them all wrong. Red, blue and yellow are the three primary colours. A quarter of 2,000 is 500. Olaf is the snowman good. in Frozen. In summer! The Greatest Showman has the songs Come Alive and This Is Me. DCU's in Dublin 9. And Maroon 5 sing Payphone and This Love. You scored one Kerry. <laughs> That's good. I've never heard that one before. Uh, you can have a striped lamp called Cuddle Mug. Ah, lovely, thanks. Be careful with it. I, I'll try, yeah. Okay.
Come on, Bill. Bye. Bye. Ed Sheeran is going to release some new music this Friday. I don't care. Yeah, that's the name of the song. Uh, it's with him and Justin Bieber. For some people, that will be two reasons to try and get off the planet, like. Yeah, but or, or it's just a monster. It's going to be a monster smash. Yeah. You'd one, imagine. One or the other. Taken to Instagram, Ed gave his fans a tiny little snippet of what's to come. Here is that 13 seconds. Hey, guys, uh, I've got some new music coming out. I just want to play you um, the song, if you want. Um, See if you like it. I'm not a party, I don't want to be it. Oh, I thought it was the whole song. Ha, 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 ha. Good one, Ed. Classic gold, comedy gold. Aidan Gillen carried out a lot of research before taking on his latest role. He plays Dr. Alan Hynek in Project Blue Book, which continues tonight. And Aidan told us what he found out about Hynek and his research into UFOs. Hynek had, uh, you know, several theories as to what this, you know, might be apart from actual nuts and bolts craft coming from um, other galaxies. Dr. Hynek. Taron Egerton admits Elton John's candid- uh, candidness made his job portraying him much easier. He stars the legendary singer in the new movie Rocket Man. Did you know that uh, what's his face was originally down to play him? They moved him, Tom Hardy. Right, Tom Hardy was supposed to play Elton John. They moved him and replaced him with Taron Egerton, which must is out on the sixteenth of this month. He must have been cheaper. I don't know, or maybe just looks a bit more like him. Uh, Elton also has a memoir coming out in October. And Taron, who's read it, reveals how it helped him. Big theme in our movie is self-love and the perils of fame. And the movie begins and ends with Elton going to rehab. And he's very candid about his history with substances. And that was very helpful for me. Piers Morgan is reigniting his feud with the Kardashians. As he claims, Kim Kardashian West's Met Gala outfit makes her look a state. The state The theme of the annual event was camp. Uh... Notes on fashion and Kim donned a latex dress dripping in jewels. That can't be comfortable. Imagine sitting down with that latex with jewels. We just saw, wouldn't it? I don't care what the team is. It doesn't excuse half of them. Ah, it's just a bit of fun, though, no? It's just a bit of nonsense. Fluffy nonsense. Just bants, is it? It's like a, a little girl's dream. Everyone shows up to the ball all dressed up in mad outfits. Uh, that's what it is, isn't it? It's uh, just a bit of fun, yeah? I suppose. In a world that's cold. Anyway, speaking on Good Morning Britain, Piers made his thoughts clear to co-host Susanna Reid. Sell this to me. Right, comparisons. About how this is anything other than ludicrous. Well, the, wait, wait. the theme is camp. Yes. So she's gone camp. Good one, Susanna. Yeah, well, She's always there. Well said, yeah. yeah. Kim Kardashian West wowed at the Met Gala in New York on Monday night, but uh, wow. where were her famous sisters? Well, newspaper reports suggest Chloe was reportedly considered too lowbrow for the high fashion event. <laughs> yeah, you're too lowbrow oh, for this. Well, you shouldn't go. Well, go right. Cece Coleman says the cast of First Dates got on well as they portray on the programme. The series continues on Channel 4 tonight. I never watched this one. Do you watch this one? Uh, I do not watch this one. With Cece returning as a waitress, she told us uh, how she was picked for the show. Because our Irish one's so good, Jim. That's it. I was pulling pints in a bar. Like, we've all come from different areas, but somehow uh, they just they got it really right. And they are all of them are friends. Or as in, we're all friends. They are dear friends to me. I know, I'm kind of lying. I do dip in there, and I like Fred, so actually I'll take it all back. Now, with weather like this, Nobby, you start thinking about going away somewhere nice, don't you? Oh, yeah. Well, Dublin Airport. in two weeks. 
<laughs> oh yeah, where are you going? I'm going to Ibiza. Oh, back to the island. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Dublin Airport have asked people uh, heading on holidays this summer to check what's in their bags before going through security to help with the queue. So there's some people who don't take the coins out of their pockets until the last second that holds up the whole thing. What's the story, boy? You're holding up the queue. You need to know what the restrictions are on liquids, gels, pastes. But, like, they've treated a jar of relish the other day. What, like, what is, what's someone going to do with a jar of relish? Yep. I also saw someone say online the other day that they're trying to do something about this liquid thing to get rid of it. They're, 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 it's not a... It's not a... This is never going to change mm. thing. It would be very handy, wouldn't it? Like, I know people that have had to feck really expensive bottles of aftershave. Yeah, there is. And baby food or whatever. Where do they go, by the way? I think they have to destroy them. I but don't think you can go. It's like when the guards took hands off you growing up. Do they... Yes, they do. Share the spot. <laughs> yeah, they do. But I don't know if the airport people... Let us know. If you work in the airport, you can... Honestly, if somebody comes up with a really expensive bottle of perfume and you say, right, you can't have that in your hand luggage, where does it go when you take it away? Did Unless... You? Okay, let's say... You should be able to get it on the way back. Ah, uh, that's chaos. Where would you start? I, I know, but... Could I, you not just bring it around to the uh, arrivals lounge, Right. A big trolley of perfume and yeah. just give it to people getting off flights and just take your pick. If you want any of this, take it. Or is there not a business opportunity? Could Parcel Motel or somebody not be there waiting in the wings, no pun intended, and then if you do forget that, you lash it into a little Jiffy box, bag. And it, it gets po- and you have to pay for it and it gets Clever. posted back to your gaff. That's a good idea. Like, Very good idea. And if, if it co- like, let's say it is a nice bottle of perfume or whatever, if it even if it costs you 15 quid to send it home, You'll pay that rather than yeah, get rather than it it. into a bin. Yeah, unless all the, if they did start if all the staff did get to have it and they uh, the money goes to charity, so you but you buy the stuff that's been taken off people. Right. So what happens to it, airport people? Let us know. So yeah, liquids, gels, paste, snow globes, butter, jam, beverages, aerosols. You want to be some aerosol not to know that perfume <laughs> and body sprays. But things that annoy you at the airport. So when I'm going through the airport, I have all the coins and everything put in a different pocket in a Where's bag. Your belt? I would take my belt off. I make sure I'm not wearing shoes that uh, go beep. You don't have to take them off if you're wearing kind of runners. You don't have to wear them. Oh, do you not? No. In fact, if you if you wear a tracksuit, sure. if you wear a tracksuit bottoms rather than the sh- thing with belt, you get through even quicker. You don't have to do any messing. You just go, whew, and it's come more comfortable in flight. For flying on anyway, yeah. There's <coughs> that, yeah. Um. People using the travelator walkways but not just standing there. That's an Irish thing. We don't know how to do it. Go to any other country. You stand on the left so people can get by. I don't know what it is about Ireland. We don't. We can't use motorways, roundabouts and escalators. People standing up at the gate even though nothing's happening. Just sit down. Yeah. Relax. Yeah, yeah. Same with the plane. Get Sit down. The plane's landed. There's not, the doors are still closed. Sit down. <laughs> what is that about? They're there with their coats on. Yeah. And like you, they won't let they won't let you out. They won't let one person out ahead of them. It's like oh, this is going to take you. It's going to yeah. take two seconds out of your lands. day. People jump up. Just yeah. relax. You're not going anywhere for a while. Drunks on the plane. I really don't get why people have to have fizzy drinks. The first thing they do is to get to the airport. I think that's just an Irish thing, is it? I saw. I've never seen someone check in as early with one of those pictures as I did last week. What time? Four in the morning. Right. And I don't think they... Like, if you've gone straight from night out, fair enough. I don't think this person had. But it's one of those unwritten rules, isn't it? It's like chocolate on an Easter or Sunday. A friend of mine went from a party 
to the airport and bought a flight, the cheapest flight he could get so he could go into the airport bars. <laughs> Has he got a problem? <laughs> it was a long time ago, but yeah, possibly. Someone has suggested that if you do forget to take out liquids and all that stuff, you should be made go to the back of the Q&Q again. Yeah. That would make people think twice. That's pretty good. <laughs> people who use duty-free like a market wanting to want a ton of bargains. Oh, it's so handy if you know someone who works in the airport or an airline because they can get the duty-free when they're working and bring it back to you. Can they? Yeah. Didn't know that. Yeah. And parents who don't put manners on their kids, you know, I feel sorry for people with the kids start freaking out. On they the flight. Sc- you know, they start screaming all the way. Yeah, but what can you do? It's one of those things. I've had more adults annoying me on flights kicking the back of the chair. Yeah. Although I still stand by, you're allowed to push your seat back. I was on a transatlantic flight. Yeah, and I had definitely allowed to put your seat back on that. I was on the aisle, okay? I was in the middle on the, on, on the aisle. Yeah. And I was you know, trying to go sleep. I can't sleep on planes. Neither can I, really. So... Every time I would actually finally nod off, this air hostess, or air steward, whatever they call now, would smack me with her arse. <laughs> What's your problem, caller? But, like, it wake me up. Oh. Bang. I was like, ah, oh, God. Like, she just, I think she was doing it on purpose. She was whacking you in the face. Not in the face, no, on my elbow or my shoulder. All right. So as if I, bang. And, like, every time I'd nod off, bang. Arse. Was it a nice bum, though? It wasn't a nice bum. A bum that wakes you up is not a nice bum. Right. You know, it was, it was more sort of like... <laughs> <laughs> so you didn't get to sleep at all, then? No, she kept waking me up with her arse. All right. Anyway, if well, you are flying, enjoy the flights. Yeah. Nobby's going to a beat this soon. Isn't that Becky, great? Look at her butt. It is so big. <laughs> she looks like... Where were you flying to, Jim? So New York. I mean, right. Gross. A big apple. Look. Yeah, it was a big apple, all right. Me so grumpy. Here, I'm trying to sleep here. Me so grumpy. You've touched on a bum note there, Jim Jim. What's that there? It's the Trouble Down Clock now. We were just looking at Kim Kardashian's arse in the office yesterday, and the girls had pulled her up on uh, Instagram from the Met Gala photographs. She was wearing a nice gold dress, but the, the figure on her—it was a, a picture from behind. Just the way she is, like a real life Jessica Rabbit, or, or even more impressive. Yeah. And the girls were saying, "Like, what does she do to get that?" I think it's just a natural phenomenon. Yeah. Yeah. So some people are. Some people have that. That's what style they, of, of bum. They're chasing that and they're squatting in the gym and doing all sorts of leg stuff and that, that's what they want. But then be careful what you wish for because you could get this problem. So I think what you have, Jim Jim, is something that I like to refer to as BBI, and that is big bum intolerance. <laughs> I too am intolerant of big buns. Um. Yeah, I just hate them. There's one girl on a football team that I know, not anyone famous or anything like that, but she has a huge bum, and it's the weirdest shape in the whole world, and she will hit you with that as she's passing by. And, like, when we're watching certain games, if we're up against this person, her bum is constantly offside. I've tried to flag it with the ref, but he just won't listen to me. Well, I don't have big bum intolerance. You love Lizzo. If you just, I love Lizzo. If you've just joined us, uh, 
BBI. I, was, I was woken up by uh, an air steward, air hostess, cabin, cabin crew, yeah, technical. whatever the whatever the term is now. I was woken up by the cabin crew who constantly whacked her bum against my elbow or shoulder every time I nodded off, and it was like quiet and there was no need to do it, and there was room enough for it to get through. She just seemed to like banging off me. I believe she may have been doing it on purpose, and uh, maybe she so, wasn't a fan of the show or something. I don't. I don't think she knew who I was. So, it's uh, <laughs> does your bomb know who I am? I think it was. Uh, I, I was intolerant to her. So you know, if if somebody starts hitting you with a bum, like the, it could be a bum that you go, oh, that's a nice bum. Yeah. But then once the bum starts hurting you, then it's like suddenly not a nice bum. You think, get your bum off me. You know. So right. I don't have big bum intolerance. But if your if your if your friend who's playing football is if their bum is offside. Then, uh, like Kim Kardashian, she she could possibly have her bum offside while while her feet are onside. Different sides of the equator. You'd I'd need say, are possible proper VAR for that, wouldn't you? Lorraine reckons well, she's obviously watched the show. They had uh, Brazilian butt lifts. They take the fat from your stomach and stick it in your arse. Uh, you know, in the sides of it, and uh, the whole family got it done, including the ma. The whole, the whole family got Brazilian butt-uplifts. I'd imagine they got a discount. Now, are they safe and everything? They don't explode or anything like well, that? they look like, pretty good. I mean, Kim's arse hasn't exploded yet. It's that fake. That's real. Well, she might have had a bit of enhancing done to it. Why would you need to if it's already sort I of... I don't know. Anyway, did she? Just eat more donuts if you want a bigger arse. It works fine as well. Like Much cheaper, too. Yeah, okay. Def 104, story alarm clock. BBI, who knew? Bobby told me to eat more donuts. <laughs> nom can nom. I, can I have five Krispy Kremes, please? <laughs> My bum's too small. Eat them all at once. It's much cheaper. It's F104. Here we go, yo. It's a strawberry alarm clock. It's F104. Oh, that's in an ad at the moment. And it, it jumps it out of the telly, doesn't it? It's for air. Jumps it. They're such a good band. And every time you go on YouTube, it's on air at the start of the video as well. Everywhere. So, Dublin Airport... Uh, where do the items go? We asked this question earlier on. So you get to Dublin Airport and they say, oh, you can't be going through there with your expensive perfume and your aftershave. Chanel shave. perfume goes into a bin. It doesn't. It ruins the start of your holiday. Yeah, it does as far as the person who's paid for it. Yeah, so you think it gets dumped. It doesn't, right? So Dublin Airport, keep it. They're made into hampers. Dublin Airport got in contact. Um, they're made into hampers and they're raffled off to raise money for our three Dublin Airport charity partners, Deborah Ireland, Gary Kelly, CSC, and SBH Ireland and the DAA staff have raised over two and a half million for 24 Irish charities since 2007. That's good, isn't it? So it doesn't go in the bin and that's good. I presume yes. if it's only a dribble in your fancy aftershave they don't put it in a hamper but obviously if there's a decent amount in it. They have a certain rule for contact lenses that you can have like you can have contact lenses because that's got liquid in it, you know? Um, but you can't have the big oh bottle yeah. of Solution. solution you can't bring that with you that could, that's got to go in your big bag or buy one when you get to the, where you're going there is talk that that liquid thing may not be around forever but at the moment that's just life yeah so don't get caught out but uh, yeah sure look if you're going on your holidays and this is a problem for you then at least you go on your holidays Um. there you go 99% of people have a seat on the plane sorted did you know that 99% of people they book it actually book a seat so I didn't know that so don't be panicking when uh, planes arrive. Apparently, they, it seems very high, doesn't it? Yeah. If it's only a fiver, it's probably worth it. So there you go. That's where the aftershave and perfume and everything else goes. Now you know. And your toothpaste. It's FM 104. 
Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on.